Welcome. Hello, Internet. And welcome to another episode of Should Have Been There Last. I'm one of your hosts, Liam. Across the aisle is Jonas. Hi, everybody. Uh, Today, we are discussing the seminal pop-punk band, maybe poster boys for the word pop-punk, Blink-182. I'm going strictly off of memory here from having memorized stuff from... (laughs) <laughs> Loving them as uh, a, a child. I think they formed in 1992. Uh, they're from Southern California. Mark Hoppus and uh, Tom DeLong met on a night where uh, Tom DeLong Mark, uh, dared Mark Hoppus to climb to the top of a streetlight. Uh, and when he did, that's when they decided they should start a band together. Um <laughs> They went on to play in uh, uh, a lot of swimming pools and garages, and uh, let's let's say they started releasing uh, more uh, radio-friendly hits with their album "Dude Ranch," uh, which had the singles "Damn It" and "Josie," which gained them a lot of attention. After that time, their longtime drummer Scott Rayner left. Uh, and they were joined by Travis Barker, who was a drummer for the Acrobats and a lot of other just fit. He filled in for a lot of punk bands. They released Enema of the State, uh, which had the hit singles uh, What's My Age Again and All the Small Things, which was probably their highest hits. I'm going to Gates. And then... There's uh, there's a long track of them going downhill from there. But anyways, <laughs> so they have a lot of other stuff from there. There's a bunch of other um, records. <laughs> there's a theory that all of their elf their they have an alphabetical record uh, release. Um, it kind of falls apart towards the end. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. But, but it's all there. Uh, we can get into it later. Um, they you know they've since disbanded. As far as I'm concerned, and lost <laughs> longtime guitarist Tom DeLong uh, to leave only Mark Hoppus and uh, Travis Barker in the band. Tom DeLong left the band because nobody else believes in aliens as much as him. Uh, and he's since been proven right. The CIA has released all the videos because of what he does with his To the Stars Academy. So uh, more props to Tom DeLong. Anyway. <laughs> We're joined by people who probably don't feel as strongly as me. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm already forgetting both of your names, but I think it's Sal and Daniel. Yeah, Yeah. you're correct. Got it. Doesn't it tell you on the screen in the corner? It does, yeah. No, not on mine. I just have a picture of me and whoever's talking. I was really, I was like banking on that. I was like, at least I have it printed on the screen. Yeah, we're joined by uh, Daniel and Sal. Download the latest version of Chrome like me, and you got like the whole thing. You got <laughs> everything. I'm 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 barely scraping by that I can get this done. It, it, it's <laughs> it's luck that I can plug headphones into a nine year old iPad and tell you guys what I think about Blink One Eighty Two. Right. Um, but anyways, that's a great uh, intro. I think. Here we go. Here we are. How are you all? Good. Fantastic. I, I'm feeling good. You know, whenever someone asks how I am, I like say how I'm feeling and do like considering. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just being like a fucking like nerd outside Hot Topic, just talking shit at like outside of Orange Julius. You're like, well, this is the ultimate. Like, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. over 30 and like going to be on the internet having <laughs> a timestamp of shit talk. Uh, yeah. And I don't have to go to work. That's awesome. no obligations just opinions but so if we're gonna start let's get in uh what what's everyone's introduction to blink 182 why why would you want to discuss blink 182 why was that like one that jumped up in your brain or how what was the first introduction to it um for me it was uh i think i was probably in around fifth or sixth grade when uh i would like walk home from school with like a walkman i had the radio and i heard damn it for the first time and i was like oh this is so awesome and i then i think i went to the mall and went to the wall (laughs) and bought dude ranch and i was like i bought dude ranch and less than jake hello rockview and those are like the two things i listened to like exclusively <laughs> for both like classics, both, yeah. both huge classics yeah. yeah yeah but no i loved it i i i just thought that you know the hooks were great like you know there's so many melodies and uh being a drummer i was like this dude can play really fast for a really long time like, <laughs> i think i need to learn how to do that <laughs> but that was my intro um, I grew up listening to a lot of pop country and to that I got into like pop music and the first time I heard Blink-182 was on one of those like now that's what I call music <laughs> I think they were in, like, single digits at this time maybe early wow. early double digits uh, right. so uh, I mean like what's my age again was like like you know like tough like tough guy boy band to me like that was like yeah like i I get this you know um and i heard that and then kind of just like followed the crumb of like like the breadcrumbs to like where this came from and i found a copy of enema the state i found it at pitchfork music in concord new hampshire and i had to buy it there because they took off the parental advisory stickers. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the Barnes and Noble and Concord had them on. So I had to like, I had to buy my music. I mean, it was like an independent record store. So like in hindsight, I was doing like a better job of supporting. But, uh, yeah, I, strictly selfish. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that record, like, you know, like it just like it opens a dump weed. I was like, what the shit is this? Um, yeah, that's how I found out about them. Now that's what I call music. Dumpweed, Dumpweed is a great song. It's a great uh It's it's probably track. the best intro. I think it's the best intro that they have. I, that goes to Pathetic for me. I love Pathetic. Same, same oh, as well. Pathetic but I think is like so good. That that I think the the line in Pathetic is just like it's it's great. It's awesome. But Dumpweed I think is like more technical, like harder to play, like I think like they he like stepped Dumpweed up. Dumpweed has like, that the, rhythm know. to it and all that. Like they definitely opened the show with that a lot yeah. of times after that tour, and like it works because it's sort of high energy. Yeah. Uh, 
with but yeah, I mean they 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 do come out of the gate strong on records. I feel like I I think across the board you can say that even with the records I don't like as much. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah, with, with pathetic, like they put like all their fucking cards instantly on the table. Like we did that skate punk beat. We have two singers. Everything's about right. the girlfriend breaks up with me. I like weed. Southern California. Ah, like it's all right there. Yeah. Here it is in two and a half minutes. Go. Yeah. That's that's um, that's their calling card. It's it's yeah. a nice way to sort of say, hey, all you people that have never heard of us before, this is this is what we're all about. Um, I like like a lot of the bands that we're talking we talk about so far. Uh, I was introduced to to Blink One Eighty Two by Liam. <laughs> it was not on. Uh, this now famous compilation that he gave me before college. Um, but this, this would have been I, like, I think when we first started hanging out, um, you know, he's, he was maybe 15. I was like 16 and he found out that I played guitar. He invited me over to our friend Tom's house to like jam with them. And he starts playing carousel on the, on the bass and i was like ah dude that's sick did you write that and he's like nah man it's blink 182 and i was like what's blink 182 (laughs) (laughs) and so but but i don't think i went back and listened to buddha or cheshire because at the time you know i mean enema was probably out but you know somebody was like here's dude ranch this is what you should listen to and i listened to that record like non-stop for years and like i think i loved it i I loved it so much that i think even though there were other albums of theirs to listen to i wasn't ready to even uh, give them a chance because i was like this thing's fucking perfect why even listen to it yeah yeah just make this well anyway i don't want to jump too far ahead but (laughs) But i I think can can we all for like we've never done like a, a a total group hug of like agreement but i think this is uh <laughs> a band we could where like dude ranch is fucking perfect right like we're I all on so. the same page to me, that, so. re- that record is absolute perfection yeah it's like three songs too long it's too long what? no way no way thanks for joining no us way. today daniel have a good day <laughs> <laughs> we almost had the group bug. Now, I when we like started learning this cover set, like now, like feels like twenty years ago at for fast. <laughs> it was like I was like, oh, we like got it was like uh, we did like uh, like Josie or something. I was like, oh, it's got to be like one more song left to learn. It's like not. It's like fucking no. There's three songs. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, songs on that record. It is good though. It is good. I think we have like, uh-huh. a, even, like, it's crazy. Even the, like, I think that's like, a perfect record. It is. It, it is perfect. It, like, even like I remember putting on like headphones and hearing that and being like, "There's keys on this record. Like this is awesome. <laughs> like you know, like there's like there's things there that like because I remember seeing them on the '99 Warp Tour out in fucking Western Mass in the fucking cornfields, and. <laughs> They were so bad. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if this is the same band I, I listened to because this is like, this is terrible. Like, they were terrible. And like, I remember going back and like just listening to Dude Ranch and being like, there's so much going on in this record that like doesn't happen live. And it's so good. Mm. It's just so good, you know? Even Even the skits on that record are enjoyable. Like, they don't, they don't overstay their welcome 
in in any of them. You know, you have like the the p the peeing one at the end, or like the girl. The p one gets a little long. Is it? Oh, well, I don't know. then there's like <laughs> yeah, the, the girl making out with the horse, and then I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they all get a little long, but I think I it works, and I think the record. I don't think there's a there's a bad song on that record. Like to say that it's too long. <laughs> I think Dode. I think Dude Ranch. Like, well, I guess the question then for Daniel is, what songs would you get rid of? Yeah, what, what would you cut? There's that. What's like that? Like a, like a New Hope. No, nope, wrong. No, no, <laughs> How do you get rid of New Hope? Jesus I love Christ. New Hope. You're crazy. <laughs> oh, that, that, like, this is a love song for Princess Leia. How? Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't know. This is this is gonna really kind of start. I don't think Apple Shampoo is a good song. What? Like, Who are you? Yeah. Oh my god! I, I, I hated playing it. You know <laughs> what song? What song did you like playing the most? You played all of Dude Ranch, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, we did most um, of it. Most of it. We had to most... cut some stuff out. I can tell you what we cut out. What did, did you cut? What did you cut? Yeah, I was, I was. I was boozing hard in this era, so I don't really remember <laughs> what it was. Uh, we did we didn't play boring because I felt like that isn't a very strong song. I was like, there's other songs on this record that are stronger. Mm, right. I think we, I think we skipped that. Um, we I think we skipped enthused as well. I think oh, those were the two. Enthused, I love yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, but yeah, that's a tough one to pull off live. Like if that's not your song. That's yeah. a weird fucking song to try and just cover. Yeah, that's the thing is that we were like, or I was like, you know, everyone's going to be singing along to these songs and having like the best time of their life. There's some songs on here that I think people may not remember the words for. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, definitely I one of them. Yeah. Boring and enthused are like the songs yeah. I don't think everyone will remember the words for everyone will just be waiting for us to get to ample shampoo because everyone loves that song. (laughs) I think, I think you made good calls. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Now that I say it out loud, um, that certainly seems to be the case for those records. How, how long, how long did everybody keep up with Blink-182? Like, is everybody still current do you do people feel like they fell off i so with me when we did dude ranch i was i was stoked to do that cover set because i like i said it was one of my favorite records someone that same year did enema of the state so we never did enema because i was like well i don't want to do something someone's already done but i obviously loved enema then i kind of fell off i because i didn't get into take off your pants and jacket but Daniel and uh, Craig, who played in Rebuilder, are like younger than me, and they were like, "No, like take off your pants and jacket was amazing." And I was like, "I kind of didn't get into it." So I went back and got <laughs> into it, fuck, fuck, and then we fuck, learned fucking roll. It'd be longer. It'd be longer. No, fuck <laughs> that. But like that was the thing was that I went back and listened to it and was like, "Oh, actually." it is very good and then we learned that one and we did that one and then i think i made the joke i was like well we can't do any more and then again like daniel and craig were like dude self-title is super good but <laughs> i'm older than everybody i didn't i didn't know like it by when that came out i was way over blank just because i was like 
I don't know, man. I was like, fucking Dude Ranch and Enema. Like, how can you get better than that? Like, those were my records. <laughs> right. So I remember yeah, I like went yeah. back and like I went and edited, self-titled, took out all the weird shit, and because it's a really long record. And I, ed- I I made a playlist of just the songs on it that was like we could do this, and I was like, this record comes in at like thirty minutes, really. Perfect. And I was like, it's actually super good. So we learned that one, and then after that. Uh, we were really like okay after that there really isn't anything else you can do and i got into neighborhoods and I, I actually uh with neighborhoods i love i think it becomes apparent that tom DeLong's songwriting was really like the key like i think like the better songs in the later years because some of tom DeLong's songs on neighborhoods i think are very very good i don't think mark's songs are very good and then i Absolutely. obviously listened to uh i would agree with the that. latest the latest blink records and i was like this is not blink 182 so i'm i i i went all the way through i'm current but i don't think i can count the last two blink records as blink dude it's not it's not (laughs) i i will not i'll die on that hill yeah i don't think you're gonna need to die on that hill blink 182 does not include matt scuba that is just not the way it works yeah and I think it happened. What, whatever it was, 2017, 2016. Yeah. We've we we uh, a weasel died in the Large Hadron Collider, and we are in a separate universe <laughs> where Green Day is terrible <laughs> and Blink Eighty Two has Matt Skiba in it. And that's just not the way the world is supposed to work. Like Tom DeLonge is leading senators on how to <laughs> release UFO information. Where it's all wrong, but this is not Blink One Eight Two. Hard and fast. I gotta give it for Tom though. Like I thought he was like a big dweeb. I was like, dude, like what are you even like? This is like to me. I'm like, this is it. Like, this is like, I don't know. I mean, there's like bigger things to be than like, like the you know when the the, the frontman of like a big popular rock and roll band is like way bigger things in life, but like. What can you? What's the biggest that like you can do? And I was like, Tom, maybe this is it, brother. This is. Right. I think you hit it. You know, and he's like, yeah. I'm gonna prove everything exists. I was like, Ah, oh, damn it, man. <laughs> and then like he did. So it's like, wow. Like, <laughs> More <laughs> power to him. That's all. I'm yeah. Doing. I, like the I thing is, like, can walk away with this. It's that Tom DeLonge was right. <laughs> he uh, really was. He yeah. really was. And like the thing was that uh, I. Like I always was like way more of a Mark Hoppus fan like early on like <laughs> on like you know like on Enema and and uh, and Dude Ranch, and it really wasn't until I got onto all of this like later stuff that I was like I was so wrong like Tom DeLonge <laughs> is carrying the songwriting in this band so much. I remember we went to his store that's in like Encinitas, California, and we had st- we stopped by. Oh, and, and it was we like, like Macbeth or something or. No, this was this was his. It's the to the stars store. Oh, the academy thing. Yeah, yeah. and we like there, there's like a storefront. Yeah. You walk in and there's like a glass case that has his guitar. It's just like a garage <laughs> that they opened up, right? And there's like books on the wall and like figurines and like there was this girl working the cash register and like we got there like ten minutes before they closed and I just go, what is this place? <laughs> 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 and she kind of just went into this thing being like well you know it's on the long like this is like his office and like he kind of like whatever he wants to do if he wants to release a book we release the book and here you can come get it and i was like that's cool and i remember i like tried to give her like 
a record or something and she was like yeah we can't take any of that and i was like okay cool thanks and then she like shut the door <laughs> like it was close. <laughs> i still don't know what that store was <laughs> oh man that that lines up <laughs> yeah. that sounds about right for whatever the fucking batshit shit he's doing liam did yeah. you did you stick with them forever i feel like i like i said cause, because because i mean for me yeah ages 13 through 16 17 i wanted to be tom DeLong. right my my whole goal in life was to wear my hat kind of to the side and wear two big dickies <laughs> and have a wallet chain and uh semi psychologically abuse girls in order to think that i was like you know it's strange going back and listening to them their their lyrics seem so mad libs mm. like and they're yeah. really just filling in blanks and yeah. like at the time i was like oh no i'm i'm in touch with my emotions my favorite <laughs> band's blink 182 uh, <laughs> but like they were just jerk offs and nobody cared i mean i i Blink-182 is my favorite band when I was a kid. Uh, and that was probably like, you know, the Dude Branch era, <clears throat> Into Enema, uh, Into Even. I remember uh, going out on the release day of J uh, Take Off of Your Pants and Jacket. They released multiple uh Yeah, they versions. did three different ones. Oh, yeah. The CD. I went to three different record stores to get them all, even though they only had two different songs on the end. And it just had a different picture of whatever fucking stupid idiot was in there. Like, uh, I liked pants the I, best. I think pants. There was there was a song. It was a Tom DeLonge song. Most of it, I love all the acoustic. Yeah, Tom DeLonge. That was stuff. pants. That was on pants. Yeah, yeah. That had to have been on pants. Yeah. That was probably one of their best songs. Yeah, and it was just him with a guitar. Right. Just just giving more power to Sal's idea that Tom <laughs> Tom is the, the yeah. best part. <laughs> it's all Tom DeLong. That was all Blink-22 <clears throat> ever was, I think. And I, you... I fully appreciate that. Yeah. Uh... Go ahead, Andy. Oh, sorry. Um, for the, the uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jackets uh, CDs, to continue how, like, print, like, print of the CD is, like, not not a thing, not, not in this house. Um, <laughs> I went to – I got my at Strawberries. Yeah. 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 When it came out, but I had to get the Pronto Advisory versions. To mm. me, like whatever. Uh, it wasn't until like year or two years later that I I found out that Happy Holidays and Happy Holidays, you bastard, were two, <laughs> two songs. <laughs> like the when I when, the first time I heard like the the real version of it, I just like could like just couldn't process it. Mm. Like. You know, <laughs> Shitting himself. This where did this come from? I did you ever hear the uh the the song from the Fat Records compilation, the shit piss fuck cock mother? Yeah. Had that yeah. already? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I heard that, but it's just like I, I was so used to like Happy Holidays being like thirty five minutes of Travis Barker showing the fuck off, and then like <laughs> you know, like yeah, the, the last like the last line of it was like sung, but not like no Christmas Eve, no memorial. Right, right, yeah. To brought me through the calendar of that year. And I was like, what the fuck is going it's on? It's crazy to me that like there was a meeting that happened <laughs> with like management and record executives who were like, 
Uh, well, we can just make the song instrumental and you guys sing the last line. Like, that's fine. Like, we'll just edit it to do this. And like, everyone was just like, yeah, that's fine. Just put it out that way. <laughs> I think that shows how much they gave up towards the end. I think that's, that's the problem I have towards the end with a lot of Blink-182 is like, there's only so long I can put up with you singing about your high school girlfriend when you're 40 years old. I mean, he's still and, doing and, it. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. And like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think a lot of the places where I checked out, like, I, at a certain point, it, I, I can tell they don't mean it. They're not. Yeah. It doesn't seem to have the same effect anymore. It's not the same songs as when they were 18 years old and actually trying to express themselves. Now they're just like repeating. Yeah. neighbor Neighborhood for me felt sort of like um like recycled boxcar racer mixed with angels and airwaves effects right um like the first the first song i'm gonna i guess i could look it up while i'm just filling the air with time um <laughs> the first song uh ghost on the dance floor on neighborhoods has the it's, it's a boxcar song. It's the exact same the melody exact same as the song. opening song on the boxcar. <laughs> I remember it, I never had got into boxcar so racer like, what, until what? recently. I'm not going to listen to that. And I went, I, I, I like, I went and listened to that boxcar racer. And as soon as it came on, I go, how has nobody been like, yo, <laughs> that blink song like yeah. already happened. Yeah. And better. <laughs> I mean, all right, if you write a hit, man, copy and paste that shit. <laughs> I love, I unabashedly love Boxcar Racer. Yeah. I think that's probably one of my, that's up there with Dude Ranch as far as contenders for best things any of these dudes have put out. Right. Yeah. Uh, that oh. record, I don't think it's untouchable. And I go back to it still, even this day. Like, yeah. It being uh, one record rules, too. Like, if I think if they made like a career out of Boxcar, it, would be... it wouldn't have been a good, yeah. Yeah. But they just did one, and, like, you can go back to it, and that's all it has to be, and... It's the perfect blend of, like, you know, he wanted to do, like, weird synthy stuff, but he doesn't push it too far on there. Like, it stays, like, it's still, like, a... It like, still you stays know, in, like, the Fugazi record. sort of, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, totally. Mid-tempo range of, like, let's do, like, a little sort of post-hardcore thing, and... But still super poppy. Everything he does, I don't know why. I feel like there's probably like 10 guitars on any <laughs> oh, track. Oh, yeah. That was the fun thing about doing the cover sets was I was like, you know what? Like, it's probably going to sound super good because we have two guitar players in the band. They never have, right. you know? Yeah. And that was always the thing that like I, I why I enjoyed doing them was because I was like, oh, we like, you know, one guitar can do the rhythms. One the other one can do the cool things that like they just don't get to really do. You live, can actually you know? play a harmony with it instead of exactly. Just playing on the exactly. Bass. Yeah. yeah. I'll say for boxcar, like what the fuck is Tim Armstrong doing there? Like I think I think that was <laughs> no, just yeah. being awesome, man. <laughs> I thought that was unnecessary. See, the thing is, for the time, I love how strong his accent is. Like, it's so so exaggerated. So strong. (laughs) But, like, that's the thing is, like, in an alternate universe, right? Like, did Blink stay, like, 
with Tom DeLonge and like Adam on drums and like someone else and like like and they fucking... got more punk and the... yeah maybe maybe who knows yeah. <laughs> you know like like you could have had Dan from Alkaline True on bass and Mark left like it's it's strange that these this circle like. They all played together. Oh, you just way, ruined you know? the timeline we're in by suggesting that one. <laughs> what? Oh, man. I don't, I don't know why, but I'm so on board with Blinking Two with Dan, but not with Matt. Would you Would you be okay with that? Does that Does that work for you? I would. I would be a hundred percent. That That just. I, I'm like drowning in my panties right now. Right? <laughs> that makes so much. Oh, so, so like Liam, for you then, this never occurred to me. For you, uh, Tom DeLong is Blink then. Blink, absolutely. Plus, Travis Barker. Okay. I do think whatever, what he brought to the table eventually is what defined them and I think is what has the more lasting effect yeah. on music. I don't think you'll find a punk rock drummer of the last 20 years that mm. wouldn't want at least cite Travis Barker's an influence. Yeah. Yeah. And I th- like there there's like two like weird beats and I'm not even going to try and like pretend to play them but like <laughs> not that he invented them but th- i feel like he just made them so popular There's yeah like this weird little ps- 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 yeah it's adam like, adam's yeah, yeah. song i mean i think i i was saying before we all hopped on here i was talking to liam and i was saying that for years i would always say that like dude ranch was was the best thing and that like um that scott was better than uh, Travis Barker, which of course was just to like antagonize people <laughs> and kind of like just stir up drama. But what? until he, until the the beat that he does on Adam's song, I don't think he really does stand out. Uh, if you look at just the beginning of of Venom of the State, but that song kicks in, and then don't I'm wait. and I'm like, wait a second, one person's doing that, <laughs> and it, yeah, and it exactly. and, and it just like blows your mind, and then and then suddenly it's like yes this is the right person to be behind that kit yeah so team team travis so you think he has he has to be there or or it's not blink as well that that came to it i i mean i do think the three of them uh bring what they are to the table yeah but we have examples of no tom right and I think that is definitively not fucking Blink One Yeah, I I mean I I personally I mean because I I definitely <clears throat> listened to them more in like the last week or so prepping for this, but I don't mind California as an album. I think it there there's sensibilities of of uh, Matt Skiba and Mark Hoppus kind of work well together, but it, it it's not Blink One Eighty Two. It it. It can't be. That, they could have. They could have formed another band. Yeah, it would have been great. Their hearts content. Yeah, and I would have been happy to listen to that garbage. <laughs> right. But um, they decided to call it Blink One Eighty Two so they can make money out the fucking touring. Right. And I think that's just batshit. I, yeah. I can't. It honestly, like, it it hurts a little to think of those three people. 
who I sort of respected for a long time in my life as as sort of musical hero. You know, all three of them, Skiba, Hoppus, Travis, these are all songwriters, song makers that I, I like and have followed. They all, all it is is a cash-in for yeah. me. And, it, and you're not, you can, you can make that same music as anything else, but you're calling it Blink-182 because that's the way you're going to make money off mm-hmm. of it. And so, like, it just takes it all down a peg for me. I, I, I can't have any respect for it. And I don't know how it went down with any of them. But as I tried to evidence in the beginning, like, I sort of did follow along Blink-182 to a certain degree and, like, no stupid shit about them. I watched, I bought both their VHS movies. <laughs> I watched it over and over. Like, yeah. I know shit about Blink-182. They did interviews and stuff. And so, like, it seems shitty for them to have parted ways and not stopped the band. Just called it quits. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I'll ever forgive that. Mm. And I just don't, they, I think they ran out of things to say way before that. And maybe they should have gone plus 44 angels and airwaves boxcar racer. They all had different things to do. I think blink 182 could have been, you know, over and done with. It was a punk rock thing that they played and just, figure out a way to make a name for something else. Hmm. So quick. We're already here. <laughs> this band definitely has a lot less, uh, I think, arguing and debate. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's still a lot. There's a lot. Well, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to, I don't, do you, I don't know. Do you already want to jump into it? Does anybody have anything that they like really passionately want to say before, it's any like a, good anecdotes? Any good oh. anecdotes? I I like Matt Skiba. Oh, Jesus Christ. But do you like <laughs> Matt Skiba in Blink-182? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, so I I like Alkaline Shoe a little more than Blink-182. Okay. okay. So, like, so, so do I. Like, so do I. So that was like, you know, almost like, you know, uh, you know someone coming up from like the, the, the minor leagues getting a shot at it. <laughs> um but um no yeah i mean i i, I mean i do agree. i think blink should have like i think like the that self the, that self-titled i think should have been like for me like that like that was like the the, the last record the goodbye yeah the, yeah um but i don't know, like that the first half of california kind of is kind of cool oh well <laughs> it's not it's not well, blink that i like well, if you <laughs> If you can call, like, you can't, like, if you're, if they're like, all right, look, Angel and Airways, separate band, Boxcars, a separate band, like, Plus 44, a separate band, then how can you call what they made into Blink-182 not yeah, a separate band? Exactly. Right. Well, what I will say about California, though, uh, I like, I love and hate Travis Barker. Like, I think he made the band cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's Definitely. like. Yeah. You know, tat- like tattoo guy, like he, he gave like, them an edge. He's like friends with rappers. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. even like small stuff. Like I don't know, like you say you don't like punk rock, but like you're a drummer. Like who's this dude on like drumming magazines and stuff? Right. Yeah, you know, like, it's hey, not I'm- even that, dude. It's it's the fact that when you look when you looked at Mark Hoppus and you looked at <laughs> Tom DeLonge, right? There was there was a guy that they brought in that you could be like, oh, that guy does drugs. You know, like, <laughs> oh, cool. One of them does drugs. But um, 
But I will say for Travis Barker, like why I hate Travis Barker is like the first like 20 seconds of that California record is basically him just fucking jerking off a drum roll. Oh, oh <laughs> like, that's the worst. Get it. We get oh well, like I wonder if wonder if Travis Barker's on this record. Like <laughs> right, right, yeah. oh, right, right. So dumb. So I dumb. do find that annoying too. I think I think that you know, like I, I did. I forget which warp tour I did, but I was a merch guy on one of the warp tours, and the one of the two headlining bands on it was Transplants and Offspring were like uh, headlining bands. And one day they played back to back. So I took like a lunch break and just watched both sets. Got to watch Travis Barker like on stage, like behind him, watch him play. And as a drummer being able to do that, I was like, this is fucking dope. But what I realized was like, he's kind of just like, he he loves to like show off. And it's more like, he's almost like, like doing dance choreography instead of playing drums. He would miss drums all the time. <laughs> His, his, his fucking his drum tech who's like the guy who owns orange Con- county drums or whatever would like uh as he was playing like he would put his head back and his drum tech would like put gatorade into his mouth and i was like this is so stupid and like <laughs> right after them offspring came on and i just saw adam willard who i didn't know at the time was like the drummer from rocket and like all that stuff like he came on he like put his drums on and he started playing like uh i think ignition by um uh, by offspring and his playing was so hard like like i felt everything <laughs> and i was like i think i kind of fuck with this guy way more right. than whatever that dance show was like fucking <laughs> 10 minutes ago because yeah. i was like this guy just plays drums and he's sick and he doesn't really fucking give a shit that someone's not pouring gatorade into his mouth you know like yeah. that's kind of where i started to like kind of lose the shit because i was just like I was like, I don't know. You guys are acting like like huge pop stars instead of a fucking band, you know? Right, right. I forget which record it was, but like Blink did like Conan or Fallon. They did like a late night show, and that was weird. But like Travis's drum kit was like to the side, like it was just like a little bit. Oh like, yeah, yeah. So you could see how fucking sick he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I do feel like he was one of the first drummers I ever saw, like sort of playing to the side like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I can't, I mean, that's, he, I'm not a drummer, but what he does is fucking insane to me. And uh, like, he's super creative and he's, he's, he's very good. Um, but I, that's one thing that like, even like, you know, like when I first put on California, same thing, I was like, did I need that fucking there at all? Right. <laughs> Coming hot out the gate. Just hear it all is. Who gives oh. a shit? Do you guys so do you guys hate neighborhoods? That's um, dumb. Um I, I don't think I I don't think I hate it, but to me to me it didn't feel like a Blink 182 record, right? Like I think what I said about the uh about Tom's songs it kind of felt like recycled watered down boxcar racer. And then um, the Mark Hoppus MH418 2011, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, which is just so probably like the voice memo note for what it was on his phone. But the, the harmonies that happen on that during the chorus already sound like Matt Skeeb is on there. 
And so I, I had to like, I, had to, wow, I like hopped yeah. on Wikipedia and I was like, wait, is Matt Skiba a guest on this? Um, and so, so that record to me felt like it could have been two separate EPs for like two different projects where Mark's half was like, in uh, like a lead in to this is the new project I'm going to do with Matt Skiba and Tom's like, this is the lead in to like, whatever new angels and airwaves record. So I don't hate it, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a blink 182 record to me. Um, it just feels like forced and disconnected. And um, I, I would be happy in, in a world where it never existed or is not. Have you, able blink no, wait, wait, wait. But while we're, while we're on the subject of neighborhoods, mm. so I brought it up at the beginning. There's the alphabetical. Oh, right. Yes. Album release. Right. Of Blink I never heard of this so, theory. So Fly Swatter was their demo. It had a big A on the cover. There was an A. And then they did Buddha. Yep. Yeah. And then they did Cheshire Cat. Yep. Then they did Dude Ranch. Then they did Enema of the State. And then the outlier is they do Mark and Travis, Mark, Tom, and Travis show, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been their F. But on the drum head of Travis's <laughs> drums, is a big F for Famous Stars and Straps. Right. F. And then, so we're on to G, and that's where we get to self-titled. Now, supposedly... No, you skip, you skip Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. There's a G on the jacket. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. okay. On right. the jacket, <laughs> there's a letter G. All right. And then when you get to self-titled, supposedly with that little smiley face you can trace an h out of something <laughs> that right. i'm following i'm following right. okay i'm looking at it right now illuminati shit yeah. there is, supposedly that's where yeah. it starts to get yeah crazy. yeah i'm gonna that, so i'm gonna hold my my h, i'm gonna hold my phone up to the there. camera if for you guys yeah. that that right eye that's connected to the smiley face connects yeah. to the circle and makes an H. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So then, yeah. so then neighborhoods, uh, uh, Liam, is there so an... the neighborhoods? Where's the eye? I can't find the, well, eye. there's an eye in I the don't... word neighborhood. Oh, but that, <laughs> that's it. No, that can't be know, it. Man. No, that can't yeah. be it. Right. But so then there you go, right? They're no longer playing their little alphabet game. They don't care any longer to even right. bury it somewhere. Well then, so then, fuck it, just throw it out. What did What did I waste the last twenty years of my life for? <laughs> See, like the thing is, uh, have you heard that band Future Idiots that cover neighborhoods? No. no. Okay, so I, I, I I'm not even I'm not even uh, I don't want to hear Blink One Eighty Two play neighborhoods. Find somebody else. <laughs> right, right. Well, that was the thing. As like I didn't dive into neighborhoods like. Because I was just like, oh, that I remember the single came out. I remember it being garbage. I just never dived into it. And then I remember seeing a thing where there was a band called Future Idiots. I have no idea who they are, but they did neighborhoods in the version of Old Blink. They're like, we think these songs are good, but we <laughs> oh, think that they, they didn't do them correctly. So I remember <laughs> I I listened to it and I was like. I actually like some of these songs a lot. And then like, yeah. I went back and kept listening to it. And I was like, there was key songs on it that I really liked mm. that when I went back and listened to, 
on the real Blink version, I always was like, yeah, I kind of wish they did it how Future Idiots did, but right. this song <laughs> is super good. And it always came out to be that it was like a Tom song off of the record. Okay. That, yeah. Like, I, it really feels like that could have been a Tom DeLonge solo project thing sure. that he put out. Yeah. I think his songs on there are strong, but I, I don't, I don't think it feels like a cohesive Blink Blink. Right. Right. Definitely. I did like I did like neighborhoods going back to it for this listen more than I ever have. Yeah. Uh, and I gave it a lot more credit than I think I I ever have before. Uh, yeah, that's how I, I how I felt too. Because when I went back and listened to it, I was like, "All right, let's see how bad this garbage is," and I was actually surprised. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's all right. It's that's okay." Good. Like, yeah. I, I was working at a record store when Neighborhoods came out. And I was like putting away like the records, and I was like, "Oh, is this like a?" I I, I didn't know they were still making music, <laughs> right? And I was like, oh, wow! And I they didn't know any like the, the I'm, I'm like flipping as if the fucking people on the internet would know I'm flipping. <laughs> <laughs> and I like looked at it, and I all I thought was like, "This is the dumbest album art ever. I don't even want to listen to it." Like I just, which I guess goes back to like a point of like they maybe like checked out a little bit. I just I thought that the art was boring. It just, I didn't. I mean, the art is just like a, it, it's like Brooklyn, right? But it spells it, like, the word neighborhood or something. Like, and it's not, it has nothing to do with them. It's like, yeah. it is, it's like, oh, neighborhoods, but it's like a city block. Cool. Huh. All right. Yeah. It, feel, it feels like I could have, I could have gotten the artwork <laughs> off of like Shutterstock had I put in just like the, the name city. of the band. They're like, you know, it's like, yeah. cool download this the neighborhood <laughs> artwork right there you go. <laughs> amazing so yeah i think for, for me self-titled is where i would say if I, I agree with daniel i would i would think that's the last cohesive blink 182 record that i think exists there it is kicking us off wow yeah speaking for both y'all <laughs> yeah da daniel do you are you gonna let him say all that what? Yeah, no, sorry, but I, uh, well, yeah, no, <clears throat> so, yeah, no, I, I, I think, yeah, self-titled is, like, where I would. Self-titled is where you drive the line. If there was no more Blink-182 after that, yeah, cool. Yeah, because I Blink think. All Blink-182 before that, we'll live with it. Well, see, I don't think Blink should, like, really start until, like, Dude Ranch, I agreed. I agree with that too. Oh, like, you're both crazy. Self-titles, <laughs> like what you like. I love Buddha. They suck on Buddha though. They, they do. They do suck. <laughs> but I love Buddha. But I hate. I hate take off your pants and a jacket. Uh, that's that whole album is fucking worthless. To me, oh, to God. me, and this kind of reminded me of some of the uh, criticisms that we had during Green Day about Warning. To me, at times, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket just feels like Enema Part 2, where, where I don't think that they're growing anymore as a band. They're just, like, treading water. And then I think they grow a little bit more with the self-titled. Um, self-titled, I feel like, is the first time they take chances. Sure. But here's the and thing. And I think they they do well for it. Yeah. I so I I'll just jump a little bit ahead or or whatever. Uh once once you perform a song with Robert Smith, uh 
It's time to stop. As like, <laughs> as so bad. It's so bad. Oh no, I love it. <laughs> it's yeah. so I forgot bad. it existed. No, I, totally I so forgot it as as it as like I was like blown away. Yeah, as you a, know I, why I, everyone I, forgot it existed because the whole entire world gets to that track and skips. Really? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay. So. I, I mean, this is because I was like, Tim Armstrong, let's get out of here, whatever. But like, if you, like, as an artist, like, I, I, I do like the cure, you know, enough. Like, I have, you know, like, I have a, a cure record. Um, <laughs> but like, it's like one of those things where, like, if someone's like, hey, we could have, like, the guy of, of the cure on your song. Like, I don't know, man. I don't give a shit what it is. Let's, yeah, that's like, I don't know. Like, I think, yeah, that's I mean, absolutely... if you're on the other side, you're going to say, yeah, to that. Like, of course. Yeah. I like, mean, it's good. How it came out is a different yeah. story. Yeah, because they're writing like five or six sad, kind of synthy pop fucking goth songs. Of yeah. course, they're going to, like, I'm sure they called that in. Yeah. They call out fucking Nightmare Before Christmas in a song. Like, it's you couldn't hit it more nail on the head like i I, as much as i like self-titled they are trying to cement their audience Mm -hmm. i feel like self-titled was a response from them being like oh all these like young bands are being like smart and intellectual and talking about death and stuff now and so that's what we're gonna be and i'm gonna comb my hair this way and we're gonna all wear black like as much because as the I next song it, after that is here's your letter and that song is so good oh, they're all good but like it was uh, they tried so it was they're trying so hard on it they did take chances on it i mean and that's i think that's a record that like it sounds super good. There's got to be a bazillion tracks on it. Because when I was like trying to learn some of the songs on that one, I watched some of like the live shows, and there's there's a, there's one where they're doing violence. It's an AOL session, and it sounds so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. You're like, yeah, this song kind of doesn't really translate. You guys, they could not play that live. That's probably my favorite song so on bad. that record. It's, I love it's that good. Song. It's really good. It's really good. But yeah, like. That's one where it's just like the three of them on stage. Like it, it sounds like fucking garbage. It does not work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. So all right, well, so here's here's what I'll say because because they, those two guys already said, uh, right. So I interrupted the you. self-titled. So yes, uh, okay. So the one hand, um, I don't I, as somebody who is a, a big Cure fan, um and has been influenced by them for years once you've performed us or recorded a song with robert smith it's you're done you just hang it up it's time to stop (laughs) there isn't i mean you've already you've already hit the top of the mountain there's no more climbing for you to do so i'll say that i also i don't mean i don't think that record's perfect and i but i don't i also don't want to deny the world of of that 10 hour long loop on youtube of uh, <laughs> of of Tom, Tom DeLong's of Tom DeLong's verse from I'm I miss you because that yeah. thing's just perfect right so that needs to exist in this world <laughs> uh, so from that standpoint that I'm I'm happy with that existing um, but I I yeah I mean I guess 
if if you want to look at at Blink One Eighty Two as sort of this like bratty uh, skate raw uh, skate punk um, immature band that's like all about dick and fart jokes and going out on first dates with you know girls of appropriate ages <laughs> that. <laughs> Uh, I guess maybe Enema should have been like they should have just come out. They did like two records, Dude Ranch and Enema, and then just gone away. Yeah, con Enema. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Ooh, okay. I love. I love. I don't know if they would have become as big as they would have though. That's had fine. They Enema. <laughs> I think. I think Enema is what got them as big as they are, and I think yeah. anything else after that fed off of. What's my age again? And all the small things. I don't. I don't think that they ever had anything as big as any of those. Yeah. I don't want to live. Self-titled was really big for them, with not with not that same age group. Right. I think that that for them they were able to do arenas and stuff and huge stadiums still because there was a complete different demographic of kids into that band that really didn't even know Dude Ranch or Enema. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because that's only like four or five years behind me. That would be like the kids hitting 15 for self-titled. Right, right. Which was like when I was 13, I was going to see Blink-182 on the Mark Tom and Travis show or whatever. Like that was, yeah, 15, 14, 15. I've never seen um, But I don't, I don't think... You never saw them, Daniel? No. Not once? No, I could recite all the jokes in the Martin Machavis show. It's like a... <laughs> yeah, I had the extended CD. I could probably recite the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was such a bummer to get the CD and be like, oh, they did the same set and everything. Like, you get the CD and you're like, oh, they tell the same jokes to everybody. Like, right now. <laughs> oh, that's so disheartening. <laughs> they weren't just joking around with you. You're not their friend. <laughs> I saw them on the Phoenix TX uh, Bad Religion tour. They yeah, were I saw that yeah. too. Yeah, it was a good show. And Phoenix TX had uh, the big inflatable penis for yeah. the big yeah. cock song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> strange times. Yeah, <laughs> it was totally fine. Everyone was just like, "Yeah, there's a fucking big dick out there." <laughs> yeah, let's just get whacked in the face with an inflatable dick. This is fine. <laughs> So, so Liam, religion play for some reason. Liam, what do you think then? I'm feeling a little uh, pushback. I'll say going. Oh, God, I'm losing you right in your moment to shine. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> oh, no. He'll come back in a second. I don't. Yeah. Are you there? Hold on. Oh. There you go. There you are. Oh, no. He's oh, gone God. again. I'm, I'm trying. Hold on. Kevin's trying to call me. Okay. What is happening? Tell him we're Hello? busy. Am I back? Sorry. Are you? T- are you? I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's not telling you like your water's not on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so going yeah. into this, yeah, not having gone back and listening to anything. Um, from memory, I was sort of citing where I fell off of them and all that, and so that was like you know, self-titled was probably the last record I got into. Right. Um, Boxcar Racer was, still is one of my favorite records. Um, 
And so I thought I might like, you know, be like a contrarian and land somewhere along boxcar racer. Um, and then I listened back to everything again and neighborhoods landed a lot better for me this time. You know, I listened to it in my yard. No, it's a thing that happened. I think, um, uh, so, and I wanted to, I, I, I really wanted to think it all through. I didn't want to get too tied up in the Tom DeLong thing. I didn't want to get too tied up in like, you know, Matt Skiba filling in all that stuff. But I think what really did it, and it was literally this afternoon before the call, is going back and listening to Dude Ranch one last time. Um, and I think all in all, other shit would have happened. They probably would have done plus 44 and Angels and Airwaves and all this boxcar racing nonsense. I think Blink-182 should have stopped at Dude Ranch. Wow. What? Wow. I think think they should have stopped there, and it would have been enough. But then the American Pie soundtrack would have been way different, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we ran a lot. You would have had Phoenix TX with the dick song. And would have, yeah, <laughs> it, it would have, they would have just had the influence instead of wow. being a part of it. I, th- I, I think it was a better place. Blink-182 is a juvenile pop right. punk band. So once you start pushing the 30s, yeah. once you start any of that stuff, it's not working anymore. And Dude Ranch, to me, in my opinion, and I think you'd be hard-pressed to disagree with me, like, if you were trying to argue me otherwise, Dude Ranch is a perfect pop-punk record. Yeah. It plays front-to-back I think really Daniel well. already argued with you on he that He already today. did. I don't know. It's <laughs> but that's because you wanted to play it. But I'm saying if you're just sitting in, sitting around, hanging with your friends, yeah. or like skateboarding, going out, whatever that's that album plays front to back well yes and it's i don't i, I don't untouchable. think that it, it you know i don't i don't think it translates like the same way for like a like a younger group but i think for our group of people uh it's such an important record to get you into playing music and introducing you to like punk rock mm-hmm. you know and right like that, maybe you know, I, I might be too old and it might not hit anyone younger than me but I think I think if I played that record for a kid that was 14 now, he would be like, what the fuck is this? And not also, have any emotion towards right. that at all. <laughs> I, I say a crazy thing in listening to all of it again, I don't know if there's a better band to represent the changing of communication than Blink-182. Because they have songs about phone booths, about letters, about screen names, about yeah. voicemails, about... I never thought like, of they that. They go through everything, yeah. like caller ID, right. every step along the way. Oh, wow, yeah. It's all there. Perfect. Like, that, that's machines. so accurate. That's so accurate. It was accurate. only a thing I caught up on. I was like, wow, they really like walk you through like every step of communication there was in the past 20 years. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. That's I I like that pick. I went into this if you if we had done this a week ago and you told me not to listen to anything again, I would mm-hmm. have said Dude Ranch. Right. Um if you had asked me before this conversation, I would have thought we all would have said the self-titled. And then I talked myself out of it. Self-titled so good. <laughs> I talked myself out of it. <laughs> and then 
And then I thought you were going to like come at me for, for stopping too early. And then you like subverted me and, and went a whole record earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I, I gotta be honest. I mean, I was leaning towards self-titled. Yeah. But if I really, in my heart of hearts, think of Bleak 182. You think of Dude Ranch. It, it stops at Dude Ranch. It's not them after that. I don't. Interesting. Because I, I, mean, I have recorded you, get... you about half an hour ago saying that Travis had to be a part of it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And he's <laughs> not a part of that record. Yeah. I'll just rewind it and play it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We got here. Well, you all convinced me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> to walk it back I think, even further. Because like what I said, I mean, you thought maybe the, the peeing skit went a little long, but uh I mean, all all of that, and like, I I don't know. I think, no matter here's the, here's the power of of Jude Ranch, no matter like what type of band is in the room, if somebody starts playing, damn it, right? Everyone's everyone everyone's everyone on board. Knows. You know, everyone. it could yeah. be just like one person with an acoustic guitar, it could be a full band, everyone's happy, and so I don't know. That's magic. And isn't it rad that the drummer of Drive Like Jehu recorded that record? Yes. And I actually did want to, I wanted to talk about that. And like, but we moved on so quickly and we didn't get into like the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. The fact that like Mark Trombino uh, did that and that, and I didn't actually realize this until I was reading something earlier that um, the song Emo that's on there is named that because Tom DeLong is such a big fan of Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, yeah. And so like, like there's so much good music from that era has been touched by, um, by Mark, uh, Trombino. Yeah. I mean, in my eyes, he's like only just slightly behind, uh, Jay Robbins for producers of, of that era. Of that era. Of yeah. that era. I mean, like yeah. everything that like Jay Robbins touches is like perfect to me. I think the two of them together are just like made some of like, the best music of the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, and it's the only record that he's a part of. And so like that opens up a whole can of worms of like, if he had worked on other records, right. Would, would we have, would we have picked a little bit later? Who knows? Um, that's, I kind of hate the new shit because John Feldman is producing it. And right. I don't really like anything that John Feldman does. Sure. Yeah. And I, I think that like, yeah, I mean those last two records, I listen to it and I go, why does this man get paid to to like put shit out like this? Like, Dude, I don't someone, there's, get it. There's like, things on there that someone should have been like, that guitar. sounds so bad. Right. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> when it sounds like the same guitar strum is going back and forth in between the same fucking eardrums. I don't. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> Just learn how to play better. You don't have to make it interesting by fucking with the audio of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's bad. It's bad. Does, does anybody have any final Blink One Eighty Two thoughts? As as we start I, to I have one thing that I want to say. Yes, go for that it. That I now. think will really sum everything up together for you guys in terms of you know the grand scheme of Blink One Eighty Two. Okay. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I'm on TikTok now. I don't know if you guys have been on TikTok. I'm not. On but TikTok. It, it is it, it it is a place where uh, people of my age group don't exist. Uh, and <laughs> I, 
And while scrolling, Tom DeLonge's daughter is on there. And there's a whole thing where on TikTok, you do a thing where it says a famous relative check and you show your famous relative. And so she obviously shows her dad. Mm -hmm. And every comment below is who the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. If if well, so now now Blink has to put out a song about TikTok. That's like their new the new technology they need to be talking about. See, I think Tom would, but I don't think Mark and Travis would. Right. Yeah, they probably won't catch up in time. <laughs> uh, anybody else have any final blink thoughts, stories, anything else? They're fucking done, is what I'll say. They yeah. shouldn't. <laughs> not even should have been their last, but like, don't hire the guitar player from some other pop punk band to fill in for you. Like, that's that's garbage just do something different make it a different just yeah Yeah. i just think that's complete nonsense even if i liked the songs they did don't call blink when they do right i have a i have a theory that that uh tom will come back which i don't i don't think i know denying that but i think when he comes back i don't think that they will let matt skiba go i think he will be a second guitar player oh wow predictions for the future like i think so I, I would. We can't you know, handle. We can't handle that. That, that would <laughs> like, too much at once. Like the fuck. No, only because only because we brought it up now. I'd rather Tom comes back, kicks out Mark, brings in Dan. That's <laughs> right. That's the game we play now. Yes. So we're gonna have a different new Al- Blink Alkaline 182. Right. Yeah. Love it. A friend of a friend of Daniel and mine used to work for Blink for Alkaline Trio a long time ago, and is still friends with uh, with Matt Skiba. And when they went to the show, uh, I was like, "So what's like that dude's deal in that band?" He was like, "Honestly, he's like bored as fuck. Like he never went to having like his own tour bus. Like you got to give the guy his own tour bus because like Travis has one and Mark has one, right. and so all of a sudden like you know." Like Matt Skiba has his own tour bus. I guess he asked the tour manager. He was like, "Can you ride on my bus? Like there is nobody else there. It's just me, <laughs> the driver. Like I don't think that like Matt Skiba like adapts to this world very easily because you can obviously see like overnight the guy became a millionaire like out of nowhere, right? right, right. And you just see like the outfits he bought don't work, <laughs> but no one's gonna tell him. You know, he like can't deal with the fame. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, as as we wind down, uh, we we sometimes ask our guests um, if you guys if you had a, a time machine and you could go back and see any band play at any point in time, who would you go see and when? Just to give you a, a little time to think about that. Uh, in the past, Liam has said he wants to go see uh, Biggie rap on a sidewalk in in new york and i've said that i would like to go see uh the rolling stones on the exile on main street tour does anything jump out to you guys i'll let daniel go first (laughs) i just uh like they 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 were like like late like me discovering them um but like i think I couldn't pinpoint like an era of the band, but I would just, I would just want to 
be I want I would want to see Fugazi to just like fully stand. Yeah. Because yeah. when people like have seen them and they talk about it, it's like a way that I'll just never get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was there. It's you feel so, like you're missing out on a life experience that we should all be yeah. a part of. <laughs> yeah. I so I, I Fugazi. Yeah. I'll 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 pinpoint that even further okay. uh, because my my pick was fugazi but i would i would say i would want to make sure i didn't i mean i was i was in high school at the time i remember it happening but like didn't have a car but like someone was like oh yeah fugazi's playing mass art oh my god what? and like i remember hearing about that and just being like i mean i'll probably just see them when i'm older and just never made any attempt to go to mass art and see it but the whole set is on youtube and i've watched it a couple of times and every time i'm just like why didn't i, I fucking try to go to that i could have fucking uh, gone and seen fugazi play at mass art that sucks yeah oh man <laughs> that's awesome. that's insane uh, i just want to say before even dan said fugazi he would just in what he was building up to fugazi has yeah. jumped into my head too yeah that's we're on a uh i mean i feel like similar way yeah here. i feel like that's who wouldn't kill the seat for guys right i mean yeah, that that exactly. is that is like the <laughs> at least with like the with who we're talking about and i think the people that will be talking about the bands with us that's like the one thing i don't think anyone's ever going to argue with right yeah. it's just like yeah of course you can't go wrong you'd be silly yeah. to honestly say anything else right yeah, like you a, know why? Because they knew what record to end it on. That's why. <laughs> yeah, we, we won't be talking about Fugazi ever here. It's all perfect. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like theme songs. Yeah. Well, I, I felt the way with like you know, I was like, oh, I'll never see Jawbreaker, and like now I'll like skip them because I've seen them now like five, six times in the last couple of years. Like I'm, I'm good for now, and like, yeah. I mean, it's almost like a, it's. I honestly think it's a question of like, when is Tom going to join Blink-182 rejoin? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, I, not, everyone has their time and their, their, their price and circumstance, but like, I don't like a gun to the head. Fugazi's not getting back together. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll fucking go see that Blink show when Tom joins back in. I'm going to be fucking (laughs) close to From the center. The thing is that, you know. In this full suit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll fucking show up in this. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. M- money can make a lot of things happen, but not with Fugazi. I think that I, I don't think that Fugazi would not play. I think it's a matter of they would want it to be at a place where they are still only going to charge $5. And what place can you book that only charges $5? Can you, that can let a right amount of people and not have any sponsors and not do this. Like, especially yeah. right now, like, come on. You yeah, know? That's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We no longer live in that world. Yeah. Right. I think, I think if they played again, it would be like at like a fierce Utarian in, in like DC for like a fundraiser for like the local soup kitchen or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So like, oh, yeah. my friend's band can play. It was under a different name. Yeah. They yeah. wouldn't even announce it. It honestly oh, would yeah. just be like, it would be Ian's kid is now grown up and selling Girl Scout cookies <laughs> and being like, well, yeah. I really need this. And he'd be like, well, I'll, I'll ask my friends if we can just kind of like, get together and try to raise some money for the cookies right. you know like that's up. what it's gonna be right 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay stupid dad band's gonna play uh <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> oh, man. okay well i guess that seems like a great place 
Uh, I think so. We'll 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 say goodbye to you guys, and then we'll like say goodbye to the radio. But let's just hang on and just and have a little thank you. But uh, yeah. that was really great. I, this was this was a lot of fun. I thank you guys for joining us today. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me for sure. I yeah. love talking about Blink One Eight Two anytime. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, we'll talk. We'll. Uh, uh, oh well, hold on. Uh, what are you guys doing uh, musically right now? You have anything to plug? Do you oh want, yeah. Plugs. Do you want people to stalk you on the internet? If so, let them know how to. Go look at shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna let the cat out of the the, the, the bag on on, on this. Oh, one. here we go. Here we go. Breaking Uh-oh. news. So I've been doing like these like I call them passion projects. <laughs> um, and so in like end of june that's is... how plus 44 started just <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're like uh we, we did a record called rock and roll america like many many years ago and we did like a pre-production for the record which is like more like raw demos we did in the space um and so we did like a 50 cassette pressing of those demos um uh, definitely like more raw and, and i I, I think they're like more you, they're palatable still but like <laughs> um and yeah we're just gonna do like a, a revisit on the record and like play through the songs on live stream and that's like the re record release of it and just have some fun with it you know like alternative art and stuff and on like a dead media <laughs> that's awesome. but you, you know, have that cool. new you have that new uh boom box that you bought so you're all set yeah. Yeah, I, I I got it to to, <laughs> to be able to listen to them and make sure that they sound <laughs> that they make noise. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Any anything else you guys want to? Our socials are Facebook.com/slash RebuilderBoston and Instagram.com/slash RebuilderBoston and OnlyFans.com/slash RebuilderBoston. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Liam. Anything else you got to plug today? No, nothing to plug this week. All Just right. try and stay safe out there. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, stay We're safe. We're opening back up. Yeah, everybody be safe. Don't be stupid. Um, this has been, uh, should have been their last. Uh, Liam is old boy with an E. I'm and stool- a dot. And a dot in the middle. Uh, I am uh, stool at the end. We are, should have been their last. Uh, just Google it. Uh, or, uh, yeah, Google it. Whatever. Just start typing it in wherever you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you if anybody out there wants to argue with us about our takes here, shoot us an email at should have been there last at gmail.com or a voice memo. And we'll be back uh, soon with some other band that you probably haven't thought of in a few years. So uh, thanks, guys. And we'll see you guys again soon. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Um, oh, okay. Bye, Sal. Okay. Okay. I don't know how to leave this shit. Okay. Ah. Okay. Ah. I'm just saying.